tonight's podcast has been brought to you by Vincent Price's Spooky Boner Pills. Hello, boils and ghouls. It's your old friend, Vincent Price. And like the raven, my nether regions stir nevermore. But with Vincent Price's new spooky boner pills, you too can raise a little hell and make her scream and scream again. Scientifically derived by Victor Von Frankenstein, the ancient formula sends blood-cuddling chills straight to your phantasmal phallus. Here's a spooky customer testimonial. Well, the creature from my Black Lagoon hasn't been in action in some years thanks to my top 12 diabetes and crippling depression, but thanks to Vincent Price's spooky boner pills, my vexing imp can grow into an enraged devil when summoned. Thanks, Mr. Price. Another pleased ghoul. Order now and get two for the Vincent Price of one. With Vincent Price's spooky boner pills, you'll forever be lost in a house of waxed pussy. of the good old gamers podcast. That's all I got. So spooky. So frightening. I'm Lau. I'm joined as always with my somewhat alive but undead counterpart, Mr. Brandon. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Oh. 
I could totally um, go fuck myself as long as I pop three or four uh, Vincent Price's old spooky boner pills beforehand. Yeah. I hear uh, hear they do some strange things, dude. Yeah. So you say they're a little unnatural? <laughs> a little Supernatural, maybe. Causes some strange things betwixt the sheets. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's obviously fucking October and we're the kind of yep. people we like to try to celebrate Halloween mm-hmm. all fucking month long yep try to take the spooky boner pills and impregnate my wife with a maggot baby <laughs> <laughs> oh man well you know how um what was that that, that was the Slossberg ad wasn't it it was the Brundle fly trap wasn't it it is the Brundle but it Slossberg technology yeah yeah Oh my word, it's television's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> Television films Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, that was a fucking great one. Um you got any big I know you're gonna be working on Halloween, mm-hmm. but um you still got time during the month. What what's some of your Halloweeny plans for the month? <laughs> gonna be playing with my Halloweeny. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of talk about wieners on tonight's episode. Yeah, as usual. Um, what else is new? Well, m- one of my biggest plans has been canned. Um, you know, I've been waiting on those send-in light guns. It's supposed to be here this month. Yep. But they're running into issues with the recoil units. And if I hadn't ordered guns with recoil, I'd have them. But order the recoil units because I wanted to go full-blown. Yeah. You know, big balling. Uh, big swinging dick on it, and Johnny uh, big dick it. So it's probably realistically, I imagine it's be January before we get them because they said maybe December. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna just yeah. If I get them in December, I'll be surprised. So I was wanting to be, you know, shooting some House of the Dead zombies and shit, but looks like that's gonna wait. Go watch any horror movies or anything? Yeah, I'm gonna be doing that. You got like your? Uh, you got specific ones you watch every. October kind of deal. I've always got to watch the thing. Oh man, the thing is wonderful. Yeah, that's a year round. Like yeah. Anytime I see yeah. that on TV, I'll sit down and watch it. Yeah, I've watched it several times a year. I know I didn't realize until earlier. I think it was earlier this year. I, I think it was when Wilford Brimley died. I never fucking realized he was Blair, yeah. and I'm like, holy shit! That's so. That's what. He had top 12 diabetes, yeah. obviously. He wasn't an alien. He just fucking needed like an insulin shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> or an insulin fucking C4. He just needed to not funnel ice cream into his gullet or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, he seemed friendly enough. Yeah. He was very uh, upfront about his diabetes and the fact that if you breathe air around him, you might catch diabetes as well. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works, right? Yeah. It's very contagious, that diabetes. Diabetes 19 is still ravaging <laughs> our country. I'll probably be watching some John Dies at the end. Very nice. I still it's, never never watched it. I'd recommend it. Um, the, I really recommend the book. The, the film, I wouldn't say it's a faithful adaptation, but it's a good adaptation. Um, it still keeps one of my favorite parts, though, where John and the main character, David, uh, are in this basement 
supposed to be investigating this ghost, but they kind of gets turned around on them. Anyways, they, John goes to leave the, out the basement door, and the ghost turns the door into a giant cock. Or the, turns the door knob into a giant cock. <laughs> he just says, that door cannot be opened. It just doesn't even try. <laughs> Is it gay if we're just opening a door? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. I'm probably, uh, I think I'm going to get on the, uh, I've done watched one of them. I watched Reanimator. Reanimator's good. I got Bride of Reanimator lined up. I didn't, you know, <clears throat> me being the horror fan I am, I'm obviously fucking terrible at it. I didn't know there was a third Reanimator. Me either. It, it's Jeffrey Combs. It's the same guy. He's in fucking prison now. So yeah, I've kn- I've knew about Bride of Reanimator, but I never saw it. Bride of Reanimator's good. This one is, uh. Beyond Reanimator or something like that, or okay, I'll have to look I'm it up. Or are I, you talking about From Beyond? Yeah, I think I'm mixing From Beyond, which is I do love From Beyond. Yeah, that's good. Yet, see, uh, I love how. Um, oh uh, shit! Any other time I know his name, main dude from um, fucking Dawn of the Dead. He's the dad on Keenan and Kel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't um, know the name, but yeah. He, uh, man, that's awful. I'm just not on point with that shit. It's not, but I, I like seeing him get dissolved from, from beyond. Yeah. He's got that little meat hand that's just shaking. <laughs> Shit's good. Uh, bear with me. I'm gonna. No. Well, yes. No. Yes. Well, that was whiny. Um, what the fuck? It's reanimator. We know that. Bride of Reanimator. Yeah, Beyond Reanimator. Okay. 2003. Hmm. Had no fucking idea. But uh, those are great, man. The gore in those is wunderbar. And I do like, uh, it's hard to beat from Beyond where he sucks the eyeball out of that nurse's head. Yeah. After his pineal gland bursts out of his forehead or whatever. (laughs) That's such a weird fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Probably watch Halloween movies, of course. I've never been big into those. I like uh, certain ones. I like all the ones that are that people don't like. Well, except for Resurrection. Anything with Buster Rhymes in it can bust <laughs> my nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might have a Halloween party. I want to try to go to some spook houses if I get the fucking chance to. Go land you some some spooky pussy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> get, get lost in that house of waxed pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be sure to give her a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm never going to stop doing that Vincent Port Price voice. But, uh, I mean. Anyways. We are uh, spook-looking tonight. I, don't, I actually don't have any news. And I know there is news, but I don't have any. Uh, I haven't really had Baldur's Gate three is about to drop. Oh, I'm probably gonna pirate it right out because I got very very low expectations for it. Um, yeah, I mean mainly because they made the goddamn game turn based. Baldur's Gate has never been turn based, and the reason why they made it turn based is to make the multiplayer better. Baldur's Gate ain't a multiplayer fucking game. Baldur's Gate played like Diablo, did it not? Similar, at least it wasn't quite the same, but it it 
it played a lot of the same way. It was I wouldn't call it a hack and slash. It's still, but it's not turn based. It's real time. It's real time with pause. You can pause it at any time in Baldur's Gate. Press that old space bar and it just stops everything so you can pause it, make decisions, and go back into real time mode and, and watch things play out. So there's, lot, there's lots of pausing and directing this character to cast this spell. and So it's quasi turn based almost, but it's not. Well, that's, that's lame. It is lame. That's like a complete reworking of the mechanic. Yeah. And shit. I mean, I did expect it to, you know, be just like the old ones, but I expected the basic principles to be, of it to be the same. You know, it's to me, it's kind of like going from Fallout 2 to Fallout 3. This totally different. It's not the the Fallout games anymore. It's just, yeah. it's now Elder Scrolls Fallout. Well, that's lame. Yeah. I, I'm going to play that's it. spooky. <laughs> I'm going to play it, uh, maybe illegally, but I'm going to play it. And if it's, it ends up being real good, I'll buy it. But I ain't going to give money up front because I've been burned. <laughs> You've been jilted before. Yeah. There was something I was going to say, and I can't remember. Also, it was made by Larian Studios, who made the Divine Divinity games and some other shit. That's what they're best known for. And I've tried to get into the, or not Divine, Divin, Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2. And maybe Divine Divinity too. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, those games, I they're also turn-based, which is the real reason why this game's turn-based is because they're too lazy to make a new engine. Yeah, they're just yeah. port making new well, assets. They'll just slap another skin on right. it. Nobody that's, ever that's knows. That's 100% what it is. It ain't, because oh, it makes multiplayer better because you're fucking lazy and cheap. Why else are you like, well, let's, perhaps we need to make a game of an IP that we haven't made a game for in, uh, fuck, I don't know, 16 years? You know? It's, I mean, that's... It's been a while. Probably about the time, right? Yeah, Baldur's Gate 2, I think, came out. What was Dark Allegiance? Was that... Dark Alliance. Dark Alliance. That was a PS2 game, and that's kind of a bastard game. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck me. It it played more like a a hack and slash to my knowledge. I never actually played it because I I remember seeing it. I was like, that's not Baldur's Gate. That's kind of like the Zonda. God damn, I can't talk Zonda. The Legend of Zonda. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, same difference. Like the one of Gamelon. It's like the CDI fucking Zelda's to Baldur's Gate or whatever. Right. Um, and, And Fallout Brotherhood of Steel was another one that was a bastardized game on the PS2. Um, PS2 had a lot of those. Taking other games and just making like a basic-ass hack-and-slash dungeon crawler type game with it. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know where, where we were going with that. That was but, news. Yeah. Um, I, I'll give it a chance. I'll say that. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say, the, the, I couldn't ever really get into the Divinity Original Sin games. Ah, uh, yes. Because the whole games, like, are way too tongue-in-cheek for me. Like, every other thing, some stupid-ass joke. And or, or reference jokes and shit. And, like, it really takes me out of the game. I don't mind humor in the game, but it needs to be shit that, like, it rises out of the game. Is it kind of one of those things where they may actually be trying to go somewhere with a point and the humor kind of just yeah ruins it yeah it's like and it's and it's forced humor it's not humor that arises out of situations in the game it's just like oh it's a magical spark ain't that funny (laughs) (laughs) kind of like 
I'm sorry that your father and your brother perished in the flames. And I'm sorry that the dragon raped your sister and burned down your village. And everybody's crying. You should go, I'm sorry. Like the- <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> sorry about your dead father, but I shat my pants. <laughs> like the kind of uh, humor I liked from Baldur's Gate that I remember the most was like, Okay, in in the first game, you had this character Minsk, who's is like he he was a ranger, but he was all there in the head. He he carried around a hamster with him, who he like talked to. Well, coming in the second game, you're all like you start off the game all prisoners, and you're like, ah, oh, Minsk, how are you doing? He's like, me and Boo are well, and he's like, and you're like, uh, Minsk, they took all of our possessions. How'd she keep Boo? He's like. <laughs> He starts alluding to hiding me, uh, Boo up his ass. He dinged him. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do this to Marlboro Reds when I saw the chain gang yeah. down, in, <laughs> down in Jacksonville. He's like, I can't remember exactly how that was worded, but talks about how Boo is like quick and slippery. <laughs> oh, God. So him and his... Rat have a mutual agreement. It's a, it's a hamster. Or a hamster, excuse me. It's technically a miniature giant space hamster. I'm pretty sure people go to jail in America every day for putting hamsters in their ass. Well, not Minsk. Not Minsk. Minsk and Boo are inseparable. Well, he's not American either, is he? No, he's from another realm. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't be prejudiced against other realms because it technically is another realm. Yeah. They believe is just fine by me. Yep. As long as they ain't like diddling other realm kids or something, <laughs> you know, we can't have that. You know, there's some Karens in the other realm. There's also, you know, I remember another one in Baldur's Gate too. There is a belt that inverted your gender, which is really now in today's life. I'm sure. Uh, there are many the people. There are many people on the quest for that belt yeah. nowadays. Let me tell you. <laughs> Maybe that game's responsible. I don't know, but yeah, there's one like evil mage character you could have in your party, and he, named Edwin. He throw that belt on him, and he was not too pleased with it. <laughs> I just imagine that's like a cruel, cruel fucking prank playing. Uh, what like pulling somebody? They fucking go to sleep or some shit they wake up their dick is just inverted like, yeah. ha, 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 we put the check belt on you <laughs> and it's a cursed belt you can't just take it off easily oh god <laughs> that would be a horrible prank like he breaks in people's houses and turns them into females and leaves <laughs> like, <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> Went to bed with my hot-ass wife. Woke up with a scary-looking husband. His <laughs> goddamn beard, beard's bigger than mine. One night. <laughs> Should have smeared our firstborn's blood against the door. Yeah. And kept, oh, that's the, <laughs> the wrong, wrong deity altogether. My bad. <laughs> wrong holiday altogether. Uh, yeah. Spooky. Anyway, them's my reservations about Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, they can't possibly... Here's another thing. You can't possibly live up to Baldur's Gate 2. It's seen as like the greatest PC game of all time to a lot of people. Really? You, you, can't, you can't live up to it. So it's... It, it, it can't. They fucking, it don't matter how good it is. They can't live up to they it. They smashing pumpkins themselves. Yeah. Smashing pumpkins did that whole thing where they dropped uh, Melancholy, you know. That yeah. was a two-disc album with all hits. It's like, how in the fuck are you going to 
follow up a two di- a twenty six song opus with an eight track yeah thing. It's kind of like uh, I think that's half the reason there's never going to be a Half Life three because Half Life two is regarded as one of the greatest games of all time. Valve's just making so much money off yeah. of Steam. They're like, we don't even have to make games anymore. Yes, yeah, so we can sit here and roll the money, or we can make Half-Life 3, and no matter how good we are with it, people are still going to shit on it because it's not Half-Life 2. Yeah. Half-Life 3 is that thing that's just never going to happen, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I I know I said I didn't have any news, but I do have some, some news I want to touch on real quick. Some rather heartbreaking news shit that i found out earlier and it has bothered me a little bit we lost eddie van halen today man that pretty well sucks Mm -hmm. throat cancer one of the greatest shredders of our time man like i know i know a lot of people hate van halen i get it i understand not liking van halen but yeah respect is respects dude van halen fucking rules my opinion It's the first first record I ever received as a child, 1984. Hell yeah. Got that shit on cassette from my parents for Christmas one year. It's about 10. First cassette I ever got was a fucking hand-me-down Beatles cassette, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> God, I'm surprised you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. I would have killed myself years ago. I hate the Beatles. I do too. I, I hate, it's like one of the things, I, as a musician, I appreciate what the Beatles did for rock. And this is a controversial um, opinion of mine, but the Beatles, those do you? Well, the fucking Beatles were only the fucking Beatles because they were the first ones to get noticed and do it. Yeah, it wasn't necessary because they were. I mean, well, technically it was. I mean, they were doing something different. They were going against the grain, but they were the first. They were the first boy band. Exactly. Like, you know, I wanna hold your hand. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold these nuts. <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs> Sukuma Johnson. <laughs> I got some Vincent Price for you. Um, fucking I did boys. see that the, the, Rest the, game, Van Halen. the Game Gear Micro, which is going to be 50 what bucks, is tiny ass, as fuck. What in the ass? You sent me a The fucking VMU's bigger than that thing. Yeah, it's about the same size as a Dreamcast VMU. It's made for baby hands. I guess put it on a keychain and, you know, play But your... it's actually got games on it. Yeah, I think it's got multiple systems of games. I mean, we'll Man, I'm just up. I'm just fucking mind blown right now. Because that thing is so fucking teeny tiny. Yeah, it is tiny as fuck. Uh, Okay, apparently there are four color variants and different systems with four different games. So the black one has Sanic, Puyo Puyo 2, Outrun, and Royal Stone. The blue has Sanic Chaos... Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, and Baku Baku Animal. Yellow has Shining Force Gaiden, Shining Force Sword of Haya, Hagia, however you say that. Shining Force Gaiden Final Conflict. Dazo Puyo Aru Ru No Ru. <laughs> Please read that again. Dazo Puyo Aru Ru No Ru. Obviously, my Japanese is not up to snuff. I like it. The red version has Revelations, the Demon Slayer. 
Nagemi Tensai Garden Last Bible Special. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I want. It, this makes me think of some like like Ninja Garden, but you're Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Make Moses spin kick the spin kick enemies into the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> the GG Shinobi and Columns. Oh, I got all this fucking Japanese shit. And columns. <laughs> Man, fuck you. It's How got, are you going to play Gunstar Heroes on that thing? It's got a 1.15 inch display. Jesus Christ. There's a single mono speaker and a headphone jack. It charges over USB and can run off two AAA batteries. Uh... So you may be wondering how you are meant to play games on a 1.5-inch display. If you're willing to drop $250 on a pack of all four of them, they include like a big window magnifying glass you can clip on. Ooh. Okay, so... <laughs> why is my fucking question? Why? Get that money, honey. $50. I don't want a game gear I could lose in my fucking couch forever. <laughs> At all. I don't want to get Well, if you buy the lose. four pack, you can have all For of them. $250. Yeah. For $250, I could go buy a fucking Game Gear in half the goddamn library. But are you sure you can afford uh, Megami Tensai Gaiden Last Bible Special? I mean, every, that one's a highly sought after game. Last Bible Special. I've never even heard of that fucking game. I'm going to look it isn't up. Isn't that Shin Megami Tensei? Isn't that... They're real popular now. Isn't that part of the Persona games or some shit? Fuck, I don't know. I think it is. It looks like a... It looks like Eye of the Beholder, like the D&D dungeon crawler, from what I'm saying. I want to say all that shit's like in the Persona series. But yeah, I think that's it for any kind of news. Or even Re- spooky news. Rest in peace, Van Halen. Uh well, since we're done with news, I guess we'll get into the to the meat of the episode. Yep. Hopefully there's an old garlic. My bad ass might explode. Well, I haven't had time to like get into any c- proper console games. I've been playing some Heavy Smash on the arcade though. Have you ever p- played Heavy Smash with you? No. It's heavy and it's Smash. It is a Data East game made in 93, which I have never seen an actual cabinet of. But it's, um, trying to think of how to describe it. It's a sports game. It would be like, I think the NBA jam of soccer. Yeah, I've never. uh, It's pretty good. The only soccer game I've literally ever played was Mega Man Soccer. I hate it every minute. It's not quite soccer. (laughs) It's... Also, like, kind of football. Football. Because <laughs> it's, you like, you don't kick the balls anywhere, but there are, like, goals with goalies. Yeah. So, anyways, it's uh, it's one versus one, or really, it's two teams uh, trying to score in each other's goals, get that, trying to get in each other's house of wax pussy. That's a house you um, want to be in. It's a three-button game, so you've got a jump button, a throw button, and like a shoot-slash-tackle button. Um, the goal uh, is obviously obviously to score points by 
get knocking your ball into the opponent's goal. The goalies are AI controlled on either side until unless they get the ball. Once they get the ball, you can control them. It's weird, but it actually works out for the best. Um, <clears throat> you control one player at a time, but you can. The game automatically swaps who you're controlling. Which is both convenient and infuriating. Yeah. Because whoever is closest to the ball or has a ball is who you control. Well, you'll be trying to like run down some guy who has a ball and all of a sudden one of your teammates who's on the far left side of the screen runs next to him and now you're controlling that guy. And you were running left, but now you're running the wrong way because you're controlling a different guy. So, it, is there a way you can turn that off? No, not that, not unless there's a dip switch settings for it or something. Mm. And it's not too bad until you get into way further in the game when the AI sets up these elaborate passing schemes that you can't fucking do. Because, like, once they get the ball, they'll jump up in there and pass it to one of their other guys that's off screen who's also jumped up in there at the exact same time and does it until they get all the way to your goal and shoot for the goal. You can't fucking do that because you can't control your other guys until they got the ball. Uh, or, you know, they get real close to it, but it's too fucking late by then. Uh, so they got, the AI has a big advantage over a human player. It does get a little infuriating that way. Uh, but when it's just two humans, it's not that big of a deal because you're both at the same disadvantage. Yeah. Um, it's neat in, in the fact that there are multiple ways to shoot the ball in like it's not just throw it in straight each country or team has their own like special move thing um i usually go with the space country because space is a country in this game this is the far future uh this is like two years from now yeah when donald trump uh space declares space is a country yeah and it's owned by (laughs) space is now the 51st american state So I like oh, to play as God space because you know space is cool and you look like badass cyborgs or something. Hell yeah. But there's the rest of them are all just countries: America, Italy. I like Australia is all like Amazon looking women, and uh, Middle East looks all like terrorists. To be honest, <laughs> I think it's Egypt. They look like terrorists. It's it's nice and you know it's got that nineties casual racism to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, they all have their own uh, special attack and special gun that they can shoot once every now and then. Special attack, like with the space guys, they I jump up in there and he does a little twirly thing and, and just throws it in really hard. And if the goalie isn't ready for it, and I don't know what circumstances makes the goalie ready for it or when it's not, it might be random, it might be stat-based, I don't fucking know. But if it hits right... The ball hits the goalie, and the ball and the goalie go into the goal, and he scores. Nice. Just like this, plows them in there. Uh, there's, you could also throw the ball into the upper or lower corners, and the ball will bounce back right in front of the goal, and then you can like try to do a flip kick to kick it in there. I have no fucking luck doing that, but they is really fucking good at it. So it pisses of course, me off. yeah, they is good at everything. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else there is to talk about on it uh i did like the egyptian team they have like flamethrower based moves because you know terrorists uh well they obviously use flamethrowers to build the pyramids brandon yeah they did you didn't know 
I didn't. I, I'm, I'm ignorant scum. Uh, I never have good luck shooting the guns too. The guns you can only shoot when you're on basically on defense when you don't have the ball in your hand. Uh, with this space people, it shoots three projectiles, one directly in front of you and two to each side. Uh, very short range, and you can only shoot them like every ten seconds or so. I'm guessing. Um, but you can also tackle the fuck out of them, which is typically the best way to to knock a ball out of someone's hand unless you're just a fucking sniper with your gun is to just go full nfl blitz and tackle the fuck out of everybody get that ball back try to pass it up to the enemy's goal and hit you score been trying to to one credit this game it gets really fucking hard towards the end because the ai is just doing shit you can't do but that's, that's how a lot of arcade games are, though, because they need them quarters. Yeah, I was going to say, they don't ever intend on you making it that far yeah. to begin with, you know. So when you do, it's like, oh, use the chaos magic now to stop him. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's it's one in a series of many, like, of these pseudo-sports-based games I really like on arcade, like, um... What's the, what's the hockey one? Slapshot. Slapshot's Slap great. Slapshot's good. I think that one's also Data East, ain't it? Yeah, I believe so. We used to play the hell out of some slap shot on mine. Yeah. Mame cab for a while. Slap shot. No, slap shot's Tado. Ah. But still, either. It's, that's like one of the more. Dude, I'm still a fan and, of old school NES ice hockey. Like, yeah. Um, then, of course, there's Windjammers. Um, I want to say one of them was called Cave Ball. I got it saved on my favorites in there. I need to look. Uh, it was real good. It's another similar to Heavy Smash, but made by like some oddball fucking company. Um, they made. They probably made only that game. I, th- I have to find it sometime and talk about it. But it, it was pretty good. It has. It had pretty unique graphics. It didn't look like just any other arcade game. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. remember some sort. There's an arcadey, a baseball arcade game I used to play, but it was futuristic. It was like robots. Okay, uh, it sounds familiar. Of course, I've been fucking with Mame, trying to get everything updated and ready for my sending light guns. I got finally got um everything updated, and I got the Area 51 Maximum Force Duo ROM set up and working in there. Yeah, I watched that earlier. That was I can't rat fucking wait, looking. dude. Dude, I, I can play Area 51 for days. I love it. What what was the second Area 51 called? Site 4? Area 52. No, nah, it was Site 4. Asshole. <laughs> Area 52, duh. <laughs> Not to be confused with its earlier prior games. Yeah, Area 1. Area 2. Area 3. <laughs> Area 4. The sexy edition, Area 69. Stoneball is the name of that game. Stoneball. I haven't heard of that one either. I'll show you before we leave. It's uh it's got really almost those like comic book graphics, I wanna say. It's it's definitely unique in the way it looks and plays. Cavemen? Yeah, it's cavemen. They have like big ass clubs, they knock the big stone around back and forth on the soccer field. That's cool. Let me see if I can find who made that. So anybody wants to look into emulating that sucker, I highly recommend it. I've had fun with it. Um, 
Stoneball Arcade. Give me a Wikipedia here, Google. Our arcade museum works by art and magic. <laughs> well, the, you mean you didn't have a bunch of games by art and magic when you were a kid? Let's see, they have made Stoneball, Ultimate Tennis, Magic Tennis, and Cheese Chase. That's their extensive library. I wonder if some of the people that left that company are the ones that made cheese grater for the... <laughs> the for the Slappy Vision? The Slappy Vision, yeah. Dude, that's a fucking gr- good game. Cheese grater was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I like it, the part where uh, you get a game over and it makes you cheese grate your side in the shower. Yeah. That was like my you favorite You gotta part. soak for 10 minutes first, though. Loosen that skin yeah. up real good. Whew. That's horrific to think about. Not as horrific as Ross Perot's uh, <laughs> debate simulator. Uh, it was uh, Ross Perot's uh, filibuster, extreme. filibuster Extreme. Yeah, <laughs> You'll be filibusting nuts with the best of them in no time. It's weird you say that as I heard Ross Perot's name get brought up today at work. And I was like, I wish we could have had that guy as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent retro gaming guest. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing about video games, but I can tell you about flirtatious females trying to get ahead in the STEM industry. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, I recently, as far as talking on the arcade front, I recently uh, waxed my ball. It's nice and shiny. It did feel pretty good. I played with it a little bit earlier before we come in here. I can I can give you a little pinch of that wax if you want to wax your ball. I'd love to wax my ball. Yeah, I got the... For, most people who don't know, I got the uh, twelve and one arcade arcade one up. Mm-hmm. You got one too. Uh, the, it's got the trackball and it's got a spinner. Uh, just use some car caruba, car wax. Same shit I use in my pinball machine. Caruba. I waxed my my ball with it and it's it's pretty slick now. I like how it felt. It didn't have a lot of. It didn't stick to your hand. Yeah, it did a lot. Yeah, it didn't. Doesn't drag as much as it used to. It's what I was noticing the other day when I was playing it. It just didn't have as much momentum when he gave it a good spin. So gave her a good wax, and I really need to open it up and probably oil the insides of it of the rollers. But yeah, that's that's work, and I'm lazy. I don't blame you. I try to do nothing outside of work that involves me yeah. being. Have you ever talked about the the spinner replacement I put on that thing? You haven't. But you yeah, need to because it's need fucking to. rad. Anybody who has any like, arcade one up with a spinner on it, there's a spinner on Amazon, and it, there's always a good chance it's out of stock. The GRS spinner, uh, GRS stands for like Glenn's Retro Show. It's some guy who looks like an AIDS patient, to be honest. That's <laughs> <laughs> how he's paying for treatments, Brandon. <laughs> no, but I mean the. What he's doing, I mean, it's good. I appreciate what he's done, but he he hasn't made any of these things. He just pretty much has Steve Jobbins the fuck out of him. Is it's it's shit for, you could get off like Wish or whatever. Like Chinese made shit, but he's like packaged it together. Work works when it goes in. So you know, hey, it fucking works. So he he, he got my sixty bucks for it, um, rather than trying to figure it all out myself. Um. But the spinner is actually like an arcade quality spinner almost. It's is about as good as you can get for home use. It's way better than the uh, the factory spinner. 
Because you can, I can give that thing a spin and it'll spin for twenty seconds. Versus that plastic one, it, yeah, it comes with. You spin it and it then spins. We had packs with fucking pennies. Yeah, you have to pack it with pennies to give it any kind of ass to spin more than once. That's how mine is still this day. So yeah, it's, it's actually it's on a there. Dollar thirty six in my spinner. Yeah, <laughs> mine had it too. I actually had some uh, carbide lathe inserts in it since they were heavier than pennies. All right, so that yeah, arcade one ups spinner by Thunderstick <laughs> is the GRS version two spinner for arcade one up. It fits the twelve and one and the six and one, but you do have to get an interface board for the twelve and one, which is what I got. Uh, the tw- the interface board suppose it will let you run the spinner and the the factory trackball at once because they're like they're wired together by default in there. Which is kind of shitty. Um, the, the the board lets you split them up, and the board also will let you upgrade your trackball if they ever get their trackballs in stock. I've been looking at that for a while, but I highly recommend it. It's fifty bucks, and it it, it changes it from a really shoddy play experience to spot fucking on. I I would recommend one of the spinners though because that it changes the fucking game, especially on like Tempest Man, like. Mm-hmm. You can just hit it one good time, and your little ship will just keep yeah sailing keep on, on around the board, flying around. Uh, also got a lot up marquee for that twelve and one, which I think looks pretty rad. It does look good. I think I paid paid forty fifty bucks for that kit. It, it was really easy to, to put in there. That ain't bad at all. No. Um, let me find who I bought it from this for the recommendation. Arcade Mod Up was them. ArcadeModUp.com. It was 60 bucks. Okay. Well, still. still. Still pretty good. It looks really fucking good. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, makes it more in line with the more modern. Because I think all the modern arcade one-ups have a lot of marquee, yeah. don't they? Oh, man. I seen it at Walmart the other day. Which seen one? The NBA Jam one. That looks pretty sweet. Mm, man, I wish they'd just put one out that could do NBA Jam and fucking Blitz and just had them both on the same. Yeah. One. I'd spend $500 on that. Easy. The big the big uh, part of that is Blitz is really hard to emulate and it has that 49-way joystick. Yeah, there's a guy actually on uh, – North Alabama right now for a thousand that's got a Blitz ninety nine cab nice. with all the working joysticks intact and it's got the uh N sixty four memory card attachment still on it. I'm oh, just shit. like God that man, that'd nice. be fucking sweet for a grand. That ain't terrible. I remember uh you know, I've seen that cross promotional thing with the N sixty four, you bring your memory card and blah blah blah. I was like, Oh, that's sweet. Oh we live in an arcade drought and We'll never see this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I got to drive three fucking counties away to take put my memory card in somebody else's machine, and I got there and left it in it. Yeah. And somebody stole it. As chances are, it, even if you did remember it, it probably wiped your memory card out, you know, every other time or something. Yeah, Shit yeah was somebody like pull it out while it's saving or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know where my save data went. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. You went to hell. So what you talking about? I've rambled enough about arcade bullshit. It's okay. I'm gonna... 
I haven't really got the chance to play a shit ton of games, so I'm just going to talk, since we're being spooky, I'm going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, one of the, the ye old go-tos for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many other games where you get the chance to punch a rat and a snake and a bat and face. See, oh. during these these strange troubled times, if you really want to let some aggression go, there are a plethora of bats on that game that you can just punch straight the fuck out of the air. Well, you know, when I think of Nightmare on Elm Street, there's nothing that comes to mind more than rats and bats snakes and, and snakes. bats. What about what about zombies? Yeah, definitely. Uh, fuck. Fucking deed. Sorry. God, I'm trying not to dead air, but they keep fucking text me every. Tell two, them you're charging them $25 a text. They'll stop. <laughs> I had a fucking nightmare pulled up. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, cats and dogs, too. I forgot you can punch a German Shepherd on there. I fucking love punching dogs. Cats. Um, I love punching cats even more. <laughs> the game's environment is inhabited by such creatures as zombies, cats, dogs, skeletons, bats, rats, spiders, and minotaurs. <laughs> like, I love how that minotaurs is just, like, casually... I love all these movie games. You can tell, like, just some Japanese guys who's never even seen the movie or who designed <laughs> yeah. it. They're like, I know so, where put uh, minotaur. Freddy Krueger, I bought ice cream for kid on Elm Street. So they throw his bones into a furnace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense in Japan. <laughs> Sounds like every Japanese horror movie I've ever yeah. watched. It's like, oh, the cute little girl tortures people with guitar strings. Oh, they all eat squid ice cream at the end. Oh. Yeah. What a fuzzy, warm feeling. The, it's kind of funny, though, because Nightmare on Elm Street, the game... Is actually a joint venture between uh, LJN, your favorite, mm-hmm. and Rare. Oh, okay. Rare actually did the programming on it. Nice. So that's why it was a total clusterfuck. And it was one of the first game, one of the first true four player, yeah, yeah, NES games like to get advantage of that fucking multi tap or whatever. I'm sure all twelve people in the world who's played that have enjoyed it. Yep. Um, I did manage to get some four player action on it one time. Very younger, but it was kind of like I I'm, got a multi tap, but it's the wireless one. You need the big ass. Oh battery yeah, the, for the NES satellite or whatever. Yeah, that one was kind of cool though. It worked yeah. extremely well considering the fucking time frame that yeah. that thing came out. Yeah, I will give them credit. As far as old horror games go, you know, Friday Thirteenth. Turd. Um, fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween on Tori. Not very... They, at least they get pretty close to the movie in this one. Yeah. The whole point of the game is you start out on Elm Street. And there's... It, it's kind of confusing because there's houses with doors closed. There's houses with doors open. There's the school. There's a, a scrapyard. Um... A couple other places. You don't know which order you're supposed to go in. A lot of it just involves running up and pressing up. See if you can go in the building or not. If you can't, go to the next one. So once you uh, get done walking around the streets and punching all the neighbor's animals <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and um, 
you know, assaulting the... Uh, there's like a devil dude in this game that walks down the street. I guess that's the Minotaur they're talking about. It don't look to me like a Minotaur. I honestly, okay. So, if you see this Minotaur sprite in the game, it literally just looks like a dude wearing black pants with no shirt on. What an asshole. Let's punch him. I thought it was, I thought as a kid that it was a reference to Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Because Jesse and Amnesia ends up in that fucking BDSDM bar or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like with all the leather bound people. And I just thought that was the coach that's wearing the the fucking leather fraud everything. Yeah. That makes him go to the gym and run laps after school. That never yeah. made a whole lot of sense to me. I'm like, was he going to fuck him? Is that why Freddie killed him? He's like, that's my boy. <laughs> Suck tennis ball. But, um... You know, you go through these houses, you go through all this shit, and you're collecting Freddy's bones because you got to destroy his bones. Yep. Um, got a bone to pick with him. Pretty, I mean, somewhat accurate. You know, the yeah. third movie, they have to bury his bones in hallowed ground. That's how you defeat the demon of Freddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one has a mechanic where you can fall asleep. And when you fall asleep, the enemies get a lot stronger. And it, you have ways of waking yourself up. There's like a cup of coffee and uh, a stereo. Some of the music in Nightmare on Elm Street, in my opinion, is fucking incredible. Like, I really dig some of the music. Like It's kind of got like that shitty 80s like dire straits. Like, yeah, we're going to make it alive. You know, yeah. kind of fucking yeah. shitty vibe to it. Um, but... uh if you stay asleep too long and don't wake up, you go to a mini game where you actually have to fight Freddy head on, head on. And it's not what you think it is because Freddy literally take two slashes and then hop and then run over yeah. here and walk back and forth. It's like, it's like really easy. All you got to do is just stay the fuck away from him. And it's like one of the things you can't kill him. Like, so pretty much you just got to survive. It cracks me up, though, how cheap it is. Like, when Freddy starts coming to get you in the game, it'll have a screen pop up that says, Freddy's coming. And if you look real hard right after Freddy's, you can see a little trademark logo <laughs> in the Nightmare on Elm Street logo <laughs> mark right beside Freddy's fucking name. And I'm like, Freddy TM's coming. <laughs> like, it's not just any Freddy. It's it, Freddy TM. Fucking Freddy Terry Melcher, you know? Like, that can mean anything. Sounds like a fucking television channel. Yeah. Turn it on to Freddy TM at 9 o'clock. This is like the, um, the old Jurassic Park's toys. Gotta get the ones with the JP mark. Yeah, yeah, no shit. They look like every other goddamn dinosaur on the fucking yeah. shelf. Um... One cool thing about this one, though, is in the dream world, you get dream warrior power-ups. You can turn into a ninja and throw shurikens, or you can be a fucking uh, date-raping gymnast and throw javelins. Can you become the wizard? You can become the wizard. Too bad that you cannot uh, be in a wheelchair. I like, know. Like the kid. Yeah. Though. I, I, it's one of the things I remember most about that and movie. Of course, He's like, I'm a wizard. Like, he doesn't I do love, shit. I love D&D because I sat so long my legs quit working. 
<laughs> I've lost <laughs> my legs due to deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> I sat down for eight years straight. <laughs> it just it, Nightmare Three blows my mind. It, all the all the Nightmare, I love them. Those are my favorite movies. But it just always cracks me up how it's always the goddamn parents blame. Yeah. They never believe anybody. You're fucking stupid. You haven't slept in three weeks. Well, of course, of course your boyfriend got swollen to his bed and vomited up at fucking 800 gallons of blood on the ceiling. That happens to teenagers all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't believe you. Keep fucking around with drugs and that shit happens. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 where the fucking parakeet just explodes. Yeah. Fucking they're sitting there and off in, or in the kitchen next morning and his dad's played by Clue Gallagher in that movie. <laughs> and just there's... I'll, he thinks, his, thinks Jesse's on drugs. He's talked to his wife. He goes, I'll tell you what, dude. He strapped a goddamn cherry bomb to it. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he says it. Who you getting it from, son? I'll tell you what, he put a goddamn cherry bomb on it. <laughs> just like, your son is so fucked up, he's just going to strap a cherry bomb straight to your fucking family parakeet. Like, you know, never mind the parakeet, bit the other parakeet's head off, and then, <laughs> goddamn cherry bomb. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, you get these dream warrior abilities, and um, the end of each level has a boss fight. The first one you fight a really fucking annoying. Um, the the Freddy glove's not that bad though. It's a Freddy glove on a chain. It looks like a big chain chomp from Mario, but with a Freddy glove on the end of it. Mm-hmm. You defeat that. Then the second one is Freddy's head, and it spits little dancing tongues out of its mouth that are fucking annoying because it, it can spit probably like I don't know eight to ten of those fucking tongues out on the screen at once. Oh, you're constantly, I mean, one hit to get them, but you're constantly having to juggle them and then hit this thing. And if it goes too far back, you'll run up to hit it. Then it'll go full screen mm. and just, it's aggravating. Some of the jumps in the game are like fucking con- controller throwing rage inducing. Um, Pretty much though. All you do is keep your keep awake, keep your sleep meter up, uh, fight your way through all the bosses. And at the end, you literally end up just fighting good old Freddy T.M. Krueger. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say it's got like... It's one of the things like there's a misspelling at the end of the game. Or something. Congratulations or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I can't fucking remember. You are a winner. Uh, the winner is you. See, according to Nintendo Power and Nintendo of Europe, the original concept of the game varied greatly from what was released. The original game, the players would control Freddy Krueger and kill teenagers who were attempting to gather and scare and rebury awesome. his bones. This is the game synopsis of the prototype version of the game. This is shit I didn't know either. You are Freddy Krueger. A horde of obnoxious teenagers is trying to get rid of you by finding your scattered bones and burying them. The only way to stop them is to kill them. You can travel along Elm Street through an electrical and plumbing lines or step into a mirror and step in another room. The kids have weapons to battle you with. And even some of them possess powerful dream alter egos. 
But if you can strike before they wait, they'll trouble you no more. So straighten up, sharpen up your razor fingers and get ready to slash because Freddy's here. Razor fingers. God damn it. Razor fingers. That's just like. Yeah, razor fingers to him. That's just like fucking Luke Skywalker being like, you say it like I'm a wizard with a laser sword. Yeah. And I'm like, well, since you put it like that, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let me uh, let all the old shit bag here out. All right, we back again. But anyways, that's uh, that's pretty much the gist of Nightmare on Elm Street. It, it is a goddamn thirty-year-old game. So if uh, you hadn't played it and you thought there might be some spoilers in there, well, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe you should have played it by yeah, now. Get shit on. <laughs> I just say that because I had a person at work the other day chastise me because I was talking about the original Blade Runner. Uh-huh. Because I was talking about Blade Runner 2049 to a guy I work with. He's never seen it. And I'm like, well, I won't tell you what happened. And, but we started talking about Blade Runner. We talked about when Rutger Horror dies at the end of it and gives that the the Tears, the tears in the Rain speech. speech. Yeah. Like how that's like one of the most epic like things in any science fiction yeah. movie. You know, that's just like a beautiful... And that was all improv on yeah. the scene you know beautiful scene we're talking about that and this dude i work with literally goes well you wouldn't spoil the other one but you sure shit didn't mind spoiling that one for me i was like it fucking come out in 81 dickhead <laughs> you should have watched it by now yeah like fuck you i'm not that's gonna be like me being six years old but i can't believe you said the batman died in the dark night rises that movie came out 60 years ago when your fucking kidneys were still functioning 100%. <laughs> Fuck off. Loud, do not spoil Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, Brandon, Atlanta burns. It fucking burns. Yeah. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I, heard, I overheard some co-workers talking about To Kill a Mockingbird the other day. I had to tell them to shut the fuck up. I ain't seen that one yet. <laughs> don't spoil that for me. Man, they're doing a Nirvana biopic. He dies at the end. What? How dare you? <laughs> you know, Titanic sunk at the end of the movie? God damn it. <laughs> now I can't even watch it. I would have been fine not knowing that Leonardo DiCaprio froze to death. Well, I've been talking about board games uh, here got lately. another one? Yeah, I haven't talked about it yet, I don't think, and it is spooky times. So I'm going to talk about this in here. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Betrayal. <laughs> Vincent Price urges you to play Betrayal at House on the I Hill. I highly recommend you take a couple of Vincent Price's spooky bony pills before playing this. This is a pretty... Pretty uh, easy to find game. Walmart, Books Million has it. I see it at Walmart. Um, Thirty to forty dollar range, I think. It is a two to, or three to six player game, uh, and it has one expansion for it, like Widows Walkers, some shit. I got the expansion in here. Um, it is a game where you and everyone else are almost like Scooby Doo investigators. You're going into a haunted house and you're exploring all these rooms and most of them have bad shit in them, but nothing too terribly ha- bad happens until you get 
until the haunt is revealed. And how the haunt is revealed is as you explore these rooms, you get these omen cards, which are like items, spooky items that do shit. And every time you get an omen card, you roll some, some dice. And if the number on the dice is less than the number of omen cards that have been revealed that game, then the haunt happens. And the haunt is a randomly generated adventure thing that kind of changes everybody's roles around drastically. That's cool. It's got two separate books for the haunt. It's got the survivor's book, which is for everyone at the table except for the traitor. The traitor is not necessarily the guy who started the haunt. It's it's generated by rules it says in the in here. So like say if you found a <coughs> a voodoo doll in the master bedroom, you would look it up on this chart in there and it tells you who the traitor is. So they get the traitor's tome that tells them their role and then everyone else has uh-huh. the survivor's role. And some of them are different. Some of them um like everybody's on the same team. There is no actual traitor. Just one guy kind of controls the monsters and shit. Um, one of some of them, everybody's a traitor, <laughs> pretty much. That was my favorite one. Is uh, that haunt was revealed, and the story of it was a giant, some kind of a giant bird comes out and picks up the whole house and is taking you off to its nest to feed its young. Holy shit! There are two parachutes in the house. There's five people. Go for it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you, we were all scrambling to find these parachutes, and as soon as somebody found one. We basically start shanking them for the parachute. <laughs> it's just a mad free for all, and it was pretty fucking uh, fun. Uh, the worst one I found on here was the cooperative one, and the way everything was worded, we really didn't, really didn't realize it was cooperative, and there was absolutely no point to it. And funnily enough, it was run that was one that was guest written by Anita Sarkeesian. You know her, the whole GamerGate cunt. All she does is no. like. Write shit about how gamers and gaming is sexist. She's awful. Um, she wrote, she guest wrote one of these haunts, and it was the fucking worst. And I, <laughs> you're whisked away to the Ellen show. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll go over the, the the plot of it, but um, I so I didn't even know it was her until after it was over. I was like, who the fuck wrote this one? And I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> that explains it. But it was um, the house got filled with all these dummies who were like were trying to get out of the house and if they all left the house the game was over but nobody won or lost and there was no incentive incentive for us to stop them and the end of the story or the end of the haunt was like well the dummies go on to live the lives of humans so i'm like these dummies is gonna go like start working at 7-eleven like goddamn mannequins but nobody's gonna notice <laughs> yeah it was the stupidest, most pointless haunt. Your employees are very pale and stiff, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have they been taking Vincent Price's spooky motor? How does that? How does that interview go? So, um, I so see you don't have any job experience. And they just sat there. They just- <laughs> God damn, that's provocative. You're hired. But the base game, I like a man that says little and commands so much. <laughs> the base game has 50 haunts, and the expansion has another 50. 
Uh, the the house is randomly generated by tiles. Like every time you go to a new room, you pick up a tile off a stack of tiles, place it down. Uh, there's different levels of the house. So like there's some tiles that are, can go in any floor or some tiles that can only go in the basement. So you kind of cycle through them until you find yeah. a tile that matches. Um, the exploration part is probably the most bland almost not a board game part there is because you're just moving around collecting items waiting for the haunt to happen um but the haunt the haunts the juicy part uh one of my one of the haunts we had uh our buddy juice was like <clears throat> i think his character technically died or something for the haunt sometimes that happens your character just basically goes away and you control the bad guys but he control like everyone else in the house shrunk down to the size of like uh a mouse yeah. and he got to control a cat and oh, our shit. our goal was to uh like get a toy airplane and fly it out the window and that cat just fucking mauled the shit out of us we didn't stand a chance <laughs> Because we had like fine pieces of it and get it going. And I, I remember I got everything. I got the plane going. It just mauled my friend Paul. And I was one turn away from making it out. And that cat just fucking massacred me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of pretty fun haunts in there, though. So I really recommend it. It's nice and spooky. It's pretty simple. Um, you got a handful of characters that... Sometimes the characters like backgrounds come into play too with the haunts because each one of these characters have like a kind of a bio about them. yeah like not that a little bit of a backstory kind of not deal. really a, even a backstory it's just like small and name details like okay this is mr ox bellows uh he is 23 years old he is six foot four 288 pounds his hobbies are football and shiny objects <laughs> oh his birthday is october 18th so, like, whoever goes first is the character whose birthday is next in the current year. Um, there's, I know there's one haunt that, like, cares about what hobbies you have. Like, some whoever uh, likes music does some shit. So, it's kind of neat how it takes that stuff into consideration. That is badass. And each character, like, what the way we always do is... I kind of shuffle up the character tiles underneath the table and just hand them out at random. But there's two sides to each character, so you can kind of pick how your stats land. Usually, one side is skewed to one certain stat, and every all the other stats are lower. And then the other side is like balanced out stats. Yeah. So you can decide if you want to go all in on say speed and have sucky combat abilities, or if you want to have an overall yeah. general balance. That's pretty rad. I've seen it several times in Walmart. There's a couple I really want to try. They got a the Shining the board game at Target. Yeah, I've I, seen that. I really want to check it out. It's like thirty bucks. I was like, that ain't terrible. No, I'd like to. Just my problem is having anybody to play the shit with. Yeah, you always come over on Wednesday, man. I'm gonna try to get if I get off early enough tomorrow. I might try to get over here tomorrow. If not, maybe next Wednesday, and we can. Finally do that fucking last Friday. I mean, that'd be perfect for yeah. a Halloween episode. Yeah, it would. I've seen where they got a Friday 13th board game out now, and they said it's pretty uh, pretty close to last Friday. Hmm. I didn't know that. They got board games for everything now. Man, there's... I, I think I told you about that Nemesis board game, the Alien movie I've, simulator. I looked up. 
some of it. It's so fucking expensive right now, though. It's badass looking, though, man. There's so much shit for it, though. Yeah. Like, those dudes like, have a never-ending supply of shit for that game. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're charging the arm and a leg for it, so. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, there's another one I'm wanting called Cthulhu Warriors, which is the same way. I initially overlooked it because it just sounds stupid. Like, oh, you're all these Cthulhu monsters fighting. But I actually saw a review of it, and it looked pretty sweet. It looked like Risk without the, the shittiness of Risk. Yeah. So, <laughs> But, again, it is goddamn like $300 or some shit. Goddamn. This board game cost as much as a PlayStation 5. Yeah. <laughs> Vincent Price's... 8-bit spectacle of terror. Alright, we're back. Got us some music lined up now. Got me a uh, track from Sword of the Berserk Guts Rage on the Dreamcast. This is awfully spooky. Hold on to your pants, boys and girls. You're about to shit your britches. Spooky boner pills. Everyone can spend a good night lost in a house of waxed pussy. <laughs> ah! Ooh, I like that. Getting very John Carpenter-ish. Yeah, as I said, it's very 80s. This one, you're in hell or something on the game. This is in the castle. We get remember exactly when. I know there's there's a couple different times you fight through the castle. This should be that shit if you're going on an adventure and you heard this music start playing. It's like fuck. Boss fight. Yep. The whole game was a boss fight. That's the newest one, right? No, it's the Dreamcast one. Or, Dreamcast. I thought you said PC. This one's from PS. That's PC and PS4, yeah.
This is what my asshole hears every time I eat Taco Bell. Here we go again. This is what plays on the intercom every time my boss actually walks out on the floor. Right? Yeah. Look toward the ground, do not make eye contact with him. Music okay. here in my head when I uh, get an order printed off to do a scan on somebody in one of the sock rooms at work. <laughs> music starts playing in my head every time somebody mentions watching an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. That's a fucking boss fight all in itself. Yeah, yeah if it ain't uh, Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. Or Little Nicky. Little Nicky, yeah. That was like one of the last great, yeah. great ones in my opinion. God damn, I can't believe we... It, that's spooky indeed. Yeah. Shouldn't I, shouldn't I ever invoked him? God, I, I love the the Red Letter Media reviews of his movies. They're better than the movies because they just they shit on him so hard and just talking about how obviously that, that he just used this movie as an excuse to pay all of his buddies and go on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Like, so I got this idea where we're all grown up and we burp and fart on each other and we do it for three movies. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. Pay me. <laughs> like that's. Pretty much it. You know? What else is Rob Snyder going to do? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I this is charity. When's the last time you even heard of Rob Schneider? Back when he started the stapler. Oh, God. Rob Schneider. That's that's America's, America's dream boy right there. Yeah. Rags to bitches. <laughs> From riches to rags. Like right to reverse. Like, yeah, I have to pay to be an Adam Sandler movie. That's the only way I'm still relevant. <laughs> you can do it. Ugh. Well, we were ending on a down note. <laughs> I feel bad that we got to do that to the listeners. I mean, it is a spooky episode. Yeah, so. Rob Snyder movies. <laughs> Welcome. He's like. People, welcome to Castle Dracula. You may stay in the room with the three succubuses that will drink you dry. Or you stay in home theater and watch Rob Schneider movies. Like, I will get fucking drained dry. Thank you. I don't mind. Them succubi got some good looking boobies on them. I'm going to go over there. The problem is... Now you're immortal, and you must watch Rob Schneider movies forever. <laughs> Some dude just like right there shoves, <laughs> shoves garlic in his mouth, and just stakes himself. <laughs> you must watch a Rob Schneider movie. <laughs> 
Oh, I, that, I love that. Tormented screams never yeah. get old. Um, I do want to say thank you for to uh, Adam Callaway uh, for the righteous new song. Yeah, pretty metal rules. Um, for those of you old listeners familiar, the the old school song were uh, about vaginas turning into stone and mm-hmm. uh, bears feasting on the slow and the witless. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I never that was get, great. I never get tired of that line right there. Bears will feast on the slow and the witless. Vaginas <laughs> will turn to stone. That shit's so fucking golden. Uh, same guy though wrote it for us. Uh, listener. Does he have a Good band you can plug? Yeah, he is in a band called uh, Tron right now. Tron. Not like Tron. Not T-A-R-A-W-N. T-A-R-A-W-N. Okay. Like Pron. Or Sean. Or Sean. I knew it was Sean one time. We all did. His body odor would wilt the flowers in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, stain the seats. But anyways, um, uh, how many episodes are we gonna do this month for October? Be three, right? Depends on how it lands. We're gonna release one the ninth, then the twenty third. So we got one more. We'll release. No, we won't. We'll record the day before Halloween. Yeah, more or less. We'll do next episode of Big Spooktacular. Spooktacular. That ghost sounded like he was uh, pulling his old spiritual putt there a little yeah. bit. Oh. I can't blame him. Can't wait to get home and do the same. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, look us up on Spotify. Uh, Apple Music, uh, Google, or yeah, you yeah. Google's, uh, Google Music. Yeah, we're on that. We're on Stitcher. All. Yeah, we're on, we're, it, we're, we're worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> Good old gamers incorporated worldwide. Yeah, um, leave us a review on something or don't. Nobody ever has now, and it's been goddamn five years. So. When in the fuck is anybody going to start now? <laughs> Never. It's uh, it's always worth to say it, though. Um, well, goddamn. Wimp Lowe's is up in here. So, <laughs> Again with the squeaky shoes. I'm pretty sure I just heard a garden sprite be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you bury crystals underneath your... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, we will be back next week and all that fun shit. Until then, game over, man. Game over. Now you're cursed forever to watch Rob Schneider movies. Yeah!